This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to Game of Thrones Coffee Talk. Boy, I'm awful loud this morning. I sound almost, almost as loud as Victor Lucas sounds. Thanks, Vic, for damaging my hearing after all these years. Anyway, Victor's not here this week. My good friend, Jason Margolis, who is, uh, are you executive producer, supervising producer? What do you do on EP? I'm, I'm the supervising producer. Supervising yeah. producer. I've never actually known your title. I always thought you were the guy who just takes our dry cleaning to the dry cleaner. <laughs> no, you're just mix. <laughs> just mix, okay. And uh, Ben Hankey, who has been a personal friend of Victor Lucas's for a very long time, and uh, also he works in the, the game development community, though he works in the game development community in a very secret capacity. We won't talk about your current job right now, but you have worked at Slack 6? Yeah, and uh, I work for Microsoft now. Oh, he does work for Microsoft now. I, wasn't know, I didn't know if we could say that or not. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. It's nice to see you. I understand you're a Game of Thrones expert. Jason, of course, I know, has his PhD in Game of Thronesology. And so today I'm going to be leaning on these guys instead of arguing with Vic and Marissa. A nice break, right? Not having Vic and Marissa around. Uh, no one has burped, so that's what happens when Marissa's not here. No one makes any gas noises or there are no extra gas smells that we don't normally smell. Although you guys both have coffee. It smells amazing, and I didn't get any yet. I do have coffee. This is called Coffee Talk, so I'm trying to get into it. Would you like some coffee? I wouldn't mind. If there's any turned up, I would drink well, it you, ravenously. If that's depends on how well you do on this uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> Coffee Talk. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about episode six, uh, which aired on Sunday. We had a holiday here in Canada yesterday, so the uh, offices were closed. At least day. It was, it was Daenerys Day. It's a Game of Thrones joke. The first of maybe five Game of Thrones <laughs> jokes that Jason will make on today's show. I'm sure show. we can do better than that. We might be able to do better. That was a pretty good one, though. I'm hoping for your Game of Thrones joke. Listen, uh, we've done this a little... Well, only I have done it on the show so far, but uh, we do impressions of characters on the show. And so I've done impressions before. I did an impression of Tyrion. And I also did Lord Baelish. And so I'm hoping mm. that of the two of you, and you don't have to do it now, I'm just planting the seed up here, hoping it'll grow into a tree. Uh, so if there's an impression that you want to do or that you want to do, I would love to hear it. Not right now. Okay. You can just put it on the back burner, see if you know it bubbles up, okay? Uh, also on Game of Thrones Coffee Talk every week, not only do we have coffee, well, Jason has coffee and I have coffee. I don't have coffee. Ben doesn't have coffee. This is his first time on the show. This is the second time he'll bring coffee. In fact, you know what? Vic and Marissa might, might be fired after this. I might enjoy doing this so much with you two. That's it for those two. Uh, but we also have a treat, usually, each week on the show. And let me see. I didn't, I didn't bake anything this week, but uh, here, I have some treats for you guys. I have some treats. Here we go. This, this is, is artificial our, sweetener? Yeah. This is, uh, this is for you. This is some sort of uh, artificial sweetener. And uh, Jason, that's for you in case you want to enjoy that. Actual sugar. And if anybody needs a wooden stick, I have that too. So, episode six. Give me those. Yeah. You can give me those. You don't need to hold on to those. Unless you want them for your souvenir. I can have them for my coffee that I don't have. Okay. Do you take the artificial? No. Okay. Black. I drink my coffee the way Hodor would drink his coffee. Which is Hodor? Nice and dark and mysterious. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you laughing so much for? Do you laugh this much over at Microsoft? Yes. That's a very serious building. Every time I walk by it, serious things are going on. And so, why haven't you said anything so far? Enjoy my coffee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, we had our snack, and now it's time to talk about episode six. Now, the season so far, I, I don't really know how either of you feel about the season so far. It's a quiet but season. It's, quite, quite, it's yeah. quiet. Do you feel the same? Well, yeah, but the last time they did that, they've obviously only got so much uh, CGI budget to throw around. The last time we had a little bit of a lull is because something really big was coming. That when was the other time? The, the other time? That, there was the time where they they spent all their time on the wall and it was just snow and the same piece of brick brickwork. I think so. And yeah. then and then it built up to um, this like massive extravaganza with giants and Lord of the Rings smashing of forts oh, yeah, that and all, was all that stuff. Four. That was the big yeah. payoff. So if you have a couple of quiet episodes like this one. You know, there's something big on the way. Well, I feel like it hasn't been just one. It's been the whole season so this far. This wasn't a quiet episode when you look at it. What? I bet. Hey. Oh. Coffee. Thank you. I want. That's ex exactly what I wanted. You like our coffee. Black, like you like our castle. You will receive. Mm. Mm. It, it wasn't a quiet episode when you think about it, though. Oh, I'm not dude. talking about the elephant in the room at the end, not the Theon Greyjoy in the room. But it wasn't quiet because it seemed to set up a lot of things that we might not be comfortable with mm. coming up. There's definitely a religious war brewing. I, I don't know, I feel like the prospect of the religious war, you're right, it's been kind of a shadow hanging over the whole season. So there must be at least five of these faith guys, and they There's, have, what I can see, they have sticks. Mm -hmm. They have so sticks. Given them sticks, there's five of them. And, and brandy. Somehow, somehow these guys are keeping the king's guard at bay, which yeah. the last time I saw them, they were Muscly dudes in full armor, and so are you saying it's a it's a little nonsensical? It's a little bit nonsensical. Okay, well that, that's that's my role on the show. Mm -hmm. So now I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But Ben has made a good point. Uh, I think he's right. I don't understand why everybody's so afraid of these the guys, the cult guys, and I don't even remember. I can't tell. There's two cults so far. Well, there's the cult that I Arya's in, as well. The faceless cult. Three cults. Yes, three yeah. cults. Yeah. yeah, but those guys are legitimately frightening. Yeah. I mean, would you want to face off against a bunch of faceless, faceless men and women who can transmogrify at will? Well, you know, let's start. Let's talk. Let's start at the beginning of the episode. We'll get to the end eventually. I know Jason's mm. very excited to talk. No, about not it. excited. It's uncomfortable. I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it starts with Arya, and we didn't see yeah. her last week in episode five, and she's back. And not only is she back, one of the strange things about uh, the show is. They'll do a scene with somebody, and it'll usually be in one setting, and then that then we'll move on to another story. But with Aria, because we haven't seen her in a little while, we had two scenes back to back. We actually ch changed venues, and we moved well, actually three times because it starts with her washing the corpse, moves into her sleeping, and she's super bored. And she's she like oh, corpse washing. <laughs> Aria has you know? always been bored, no matter where what but, she's but doing. But she's a little puzzled. Yeah, she's like, why am I washing the corpses? She washes all of the corpses, all of the exposed parts of the corpses, doesn't yes. Doesn't wash under the loincloths or anything. We don't know, they just don't show that. Who Maybe does the not. genitals? I think they skip them. They just go I, right over I them. I was thinking about this over, over breakfast. <laughs> 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 I was thinking, surely, surely she washes all over them, yeah. but, but maybe not, because maybe when you're making, <laughs> when you're making the inevitable skin suits, you, you probably don't need that part. Skin suits? What skin suits? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm filling in... How far are you ahead? I'm just filling in the gaps. Well, it's super obvious, right? I mean, she's going, what are you making the corpses with? So they got a bunch of faceless people who can turn into other people at will. Okay. And then they've got a bunch of dead people that they're washing and then taking in a room somewhere. Yes. I think my head would go to, well, obviously, they're making the skin suits that they use to dress up. But do they actually use those for dressing up? It looked like they were just keeping the skin suits in like this Matrix battery thing. 
There was the Matrix. Can we go to the Matrix battery thing? The library, face library. Mm -hmm. The face library. Well, or, or advent right. calendar. How do you sign a face out of the face library? Well, I was thinking about this because I counted there is about 16 rows at least of faces. Mm -hmm. Column after column, row after I, row. That's how I picture Microsoft is. You walk yeah. in, it's just faces on all kinds they, of They do that down in Redmond, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's done. Uh, so I, I didn't... I didn't really think that they actually physically changed. I thought that they just learned how to sell themselves like in a metaphysical kind of way and somehow that convinced people mm. that, you, oh, suddenly you're not actually, you know, Jacques Nagar or whatever that so guy's name is. So it's a trick of the mind. Yeah, I, that's what I thought it was. But now it's actually turning into a literal physical thing. So the library, yeah, so either it's for reference. Although you can't see those guys at the top. Like, yeah, they're too far. You, you go in there like, ladder. what am I going to be today? And you've got the face librarian, I imagine. Uh, and they're like, can I see, um, can I see something from... Column seventy-eight and <laughs> <laughs> can I see something row fifteen? Please? I'd it's like to be an row older 15. woman today. That's right. Yeah. Well, when she's looking closely at the face at the very beginning, we'll move on quickly. We're just at the yeah. beginning here. But when she's close to the face and she's touching it, I just thought, well, oh, that face is going to come alive. Me too. I was yeah. waiting for it. It was. I mean, for sure, it looked like an alive face. I was going to bite a finger. I thought she'd go ah something like but that. No, it was a, a sleeping skin suit. Yeah. The rest of the body's probably like folded up behind the head. I was thinking. That's what I thought. Like I thought the catacombs right. in Paris. It's like, here's the face. Yeah, skulls. And then, That's yeah. right. Uh, so then we leave, we leave, I don't have notes today. I did have them somewhere, but I think I'm sitting on them. Uh, but then we leave her, and then we, I don't know if we go to Jamie and Braun just yet. The Adventures of Jamie and Braun, which kind of reminds me of like, the Adventures of Hercules and Xena at this yeah. point. Well, well, those guys are the light relief, right? Yes. Back in the UK when I was growing up, we had a couple of comedians called the Chuckle Brothers. Mm -hmm. um, so Vic and I are known as <laughs> Chuckle Brothers here in Canada. Their their uh, main gig was moving ladders from A to B, going to me, to you. Um, Bran, Bron, sorry, Bron looks the spitting image of Barry Chuckle, and so I always think of him as a bit of a comedian character. Yeah, and he's uh, he always seems to be having fun, no matter how dire or dark things get. He's always got kind of a playfulness, a glint in his eye. Yeah. And I noticed this week he's kind of like Cher. Uh, he wears a lot of eyeliner. And he I sings. Notice. And, he's, and, and he's, sings. he sang for the first time this week. But Actually, I, he sang before. Oh, has he? Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't he's, know. He's sung, usually drunk singing at, in King's Landing. Boy, this coffee's good, guys. Uh, the, uh, I had a problem with the Jamie and Braun thing. And, you know, part of it was the two of them dressing up as the guards, because it just, for some reason, I couldn't help but think of like Lucy and Ethel or something. Like, it's just like, what? I mean, I feel like I've seen this so many times. It's such a, a comic movie trope. They do it all the time. They're like, well, if we put the guards uniform, I mean, I guess they do it in Star Wars. They do, they do it in Star everything, Wars. you know? They're, they're the stormtroopers. The whole Braun and Jamie section felt rushed and kind of cheap. Well, whenever there's a fight scene, I always feel like it's disappointing. I want it to they be had, better. They, it was a little bit Star Wars kid, right? The whole Star Wars Star, Star Wars kid, remember the guy who did the video with the with the pole and all oh, the dancing? Yeah, he was okay. pretending to be Darth Maul. That's kind of how the the fight scene it just it came out of nowhere. Like we're, there was so much buildup for the Sand Snakes. Yes, like there they are. They're the they're the Oberon's kids, and they're trained in all these things, and they can. Ah, but did you see what happened to Braun? Well, that's what. I'm, well, of yeah. course, that's the concern. The whole sequence really only pays off there, and now. You know, everyone's worried about Braun. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I had no idea until you mentioned it it's yesterday. It's like one second or less of just little... Uh, the, but, uh, but Oberyn's, he's opposed, you know, he's into the poison. And <laughs> his daughter is going to be into the poison. Yep. Uh, Same fighting style. Yep. He was known as the Viper. 
They're known as the Sand Snakes. They learned from him. Bronze been stunned. Okay, 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 okay. You guys are right. And now we've got two poisonings because uh, that's what we skipped over is Jorah and uh, Tyrion. Right. And Jorah's still poisoned. Obviously, he's got this, this stone-faced disease. Jorah's always been kind of stone-faced. He's like Mr. Uh, Stoic. Yeah. That's fixable, though. All he's got to do is yeah. find a maester. I mean, at the moment, can it's they not, fix it? Well, it's, they, that's what Stannis' daughter had, right? It's, they went to the maesters and they fixed it, and they left her with the like super maesters. Maester. They had to go to the Maester. super maesters. Super, they had to go to the super maesters. Do you have those yeah. in England? Super maesters? Oh yeah. Oh, that's, it's part oh, of the. You can just zip to the corner store and find a super maester. <laughs> but Stannis' daughter, she had like this whole half, the half of her face yeah. was, was covered. He's just got. I mean, if it's on his wrist, if that gets fixed, it's just going to be a minor talking point. Mm -hmm. I mean, these days it would impede which wrist he could wear his Fitbit on, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, oh yeah, well, you know, this is yeah. my crocodile yeah. wrist that I got from touching yeah, a, yeah. fighting a stone man. I'm yeah. sure he's got worse scars. The, the concern with Jorah <laughs> is that he's so stoic, he's going to even tell anyone. He's not going to get cured until he tells someone. He's like, you know, like a, a Labrador. It's, it's, He'll just be quietly suffering in the corner until he speaks up and says, by the way, I've got this issue and it might be too late. Well, I know you wanted to talk about the cock merchant. Yeah, well... I mean, how do you become one? That's my thing. There's like, they get kidnapped by these pirate slave traders, suddenly bring up the fact that in, in Westeros and, and King, you know, in, the, in this world, yes. they have cock merchants. Yes. I didn't know that was a job. Is he under or over the, the super maesters? I know. I think super maester and cock merchant might be on the same level. It's like when you do the attitude test at school. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you know, you could you you <laughs> towards the cock merchant. You could be a baker. <laughs> Listen, we got the results of your test. You're a cock merchant. Cock merchant, yeah. So uh, I keep at that point. I was hoping that maybe like. The cock merchant might be Littlefinger because that's a great name for a cock merchant. They're going to show up. There's Littlefinger. Oh, uh, no, I know these guys. I don't need that cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we already got one of those cocks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I felt a little... You I guess cheap on Amazon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, uh, I'm going to do what I always do to Vic and Marissa, and, and they love me for doing it. And that's... Uh, I was a little disappointed by the cock merchant thing. It's just, like, the ways of the, the directors and the writers of the show... Their, their avenues for offending us now, they're growing, there's not as many anymore. So it's just like, I, I guess there's a cock merchant and we'll just call him the cock merchant. And so I felt it was a little too broad or a little, just didn't feel like it had the intelligence yeah. that I normally appreciate about the show. And the other thing that really bothered me last night was Braun and Jamie. And you know, you think about the Sand Snakes and you think about Braun and Jamie and they're going to kidnap the girl and the Sand Snakes are coming to Kill the exact the, same time. At very the exact same time. Like that is like screenwriting 101. It's just, why, why are they all here at the same moment? Why is this, like it made me, I just sat there 20 minutes and I was so crestfallen that that's oh, the decision they made. The minute that the Sand Snakes were assigned to go after the daughter, that exact moment, she happens to be in the park with her fiance yes. and mm. They get sent out, and it's just when Jamie and Braun arrive. Yeah, it was too much. It, yeah, did you did that bother you? Yeah. Also, the fact that, I mean, that Tyrion's only with Tyrion was on his way to go and see Daenerys, right? Yes. And then, what happens? He's having a bit of trouble getting there, and then, uh, so what's his name? Sajora. He turns up and kidnaps him to take him to exactly where he wants to mm -hmm. go. And then they fight the Stone Man, and then they get run into a little bit more trouble with their travel plans. Mm -hmm. And what happens? A bunch of dudes show up. I want to take them exactly to exactly where the they want to go. Pits, with, with, yeah. I mean, that's two times that it's happened. Sajora has to get punched in the face twice to get there. Yeah. 
But other than nice that, face. yeah. But other than that, it was pretty plain sailing for them to get to the next stage. Yes. A little bit of fear about Tyrion, but then Tyrion does the Jedi mind trick, and these guys—they've got the weakest wills ever. It's just like we're gonna cut his head off. And Tyrion's like, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, you know, you need me alive. We need you alive. And they're like, okay, keep him alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I don't know. Like The road trips, like, the on-the-road little adventures are starting to get a bit repetitive by now in this season. We've had, like, you know, Arya on the road. We had, you know, Arya and the Hound on the road. Yeah. Now we've got, uh, you know, like, this pod and... Uh, Brianne. Brianne on the road. It's like yeah. we feel like, and they weren't even in this episode. Yes. But we're feeling like there's like these little pairings on the road of like crazy pairings. We had Jamie on the road for a while with Brianne. I'm starting to feel like, okay, I've seen all these pairings. Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. is that what the series is going to become? A ser every year, a couple of misfits go on the road together. Right? But then other people can t seemingly teleport from place to place. Yeah. Like they write a letter to, Marjorie writes a letter to her, to her grandmother, and then she just arrives. And Littlefinger got from from uh, Winterfell he's, to, to he's King's Landing, around. like, in an hour. Yeah, he's all true. over the place, that he guy. He's all over the place. Uh, yeah, that's right. He did leave Winterfell, I think, last week, and yeah. now he's already in Westeros. He's in I King's Landing, was, like, in a day. Yeah, I thought it was further than that. But, the you know, the other thing that was great last night, and we'll talk about Cersei and the the trial, mm. uh, but I love seeing, seeing Lady Oleana again, and I she's... From I don't remember who the actor is. She's from the Avengers. Yeah, she's not, from not the, the Avengers. movie Avengers. No, the original, the original TV Avengers, show. The TV show she created by the same creator. Such Doctor a who. hot lady, and she was so beautiful. She was a hot uh, British lady, I believe. And I mean, most British ladies are pretty hot. Uh, but seeing her again last night, she is such a fun character, and she seems to so enjoy, especially now she's being a little pushed by uh, Cersei. She's a little, she's in more jeopardy than I think we've ever seen her before. Uh, but she's such a fun Super character nice. to watch. Yeah, I mean, I just love everything that comes out of her mouth. I love, like, her conversation with Cersei. She just has no patience for Cersei's theatrics or bullshit. I love that. I feel like mm -hmm. she's, she's kind of, and she expresses her ad admiration for Tywin uh, and about how she never really liked him, but he was just a guy who... She respected him. Mm -hmm. She respected him, yeah. And he was a guy who understood that, you know, rivals weren't to be always destroyed, but, but more of kind of tolerated and, and uh, just understood. And I feel like she just understand, understands everybody. She's playing the game. Like, She's playing, she plays yeah. the Game of Thrones. She's a master at it. Yeah. And no one this week said uh, winter's coming. And it was no. a nice break from that. We didn't go I to Castle it's Black. Still, it's still coming. It's coming, yeah. It's a some snow. Did we see some snow? No, maybe not. Just in the previews at the beginning. We, didn't see any the, we saw the wedding night had snow. Yeah, the wedding night. That's the where it was. There was wedding night. No Jon Snow this week. No Jon Snow this week. I guess he's week. on the road. Yes. No Stannis. So, no Stannis this week. They're traveling. No, no, no Stannis, no Stannis. On boats, rather. They're no going to hard home, right? Yes. And so, they didn't take the Lord Baelish route, mm. which, you know, is obviously a very much faster route. They've got more people to travel. Yeah. I never do that, though. I never think, oh, how did Baelish get there so fast? I never do, but you're right. Yeah. Uh, he's always very well maintained. He doesn't look like he's yeah. He's, he's always got a, out of a, a new top that he's wearing, and he looks. Fr he's got a haircut, mm. and uh, he's got a good tailor. You know, he he's has, always. He, yeah. he must go to the best stores. And it was West funny Coast. to see that scene with him and Cersei. Mm. Well, they're both making huge plays. They're getting yes. less careful, right? Because previously, all of their little little tricks, you know, Peter Baelish would be saying a little thing to someone and everything was very hush-hush. Now he's like full-on blatantly going and like taking 
Sansa to the Boltons and marrying her off personally and mm -hmm. then immediately going to Cersei via teleportation and then mm -hmm. and then saying oh I've heard that Sansa's like and and uh, Cersei's being just as blatant she's like full on going to the sparrows and mm -hmm. and arming them and then getting uh, you know Marjorie and and uh, the other guy, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, Lawrence is put in uh, put in jail. They're getting less careful. It feels like they're undoing might be on the horizon. Well, she the Tyrells are black. They can blackmail them at this point, and that's the concern. Like the land, like did Cersei realize? I mean, she didn't. It feels like she hadn't thought out her plan. Mm -hmm. She's threatened that you know. She's you, winging it. She's winging it. She's I mean, winging you've it. never felt with Cersei before. You always felt like she kind of had a master plan, and this time it feels like, you know, oh, I can take advantage of the sparrows. I can do this. Yeah. And well, she's alone for the first time. She doesn't have her she's dad. She doesn't have yeah, Jamie. She doesn't have anybody to yell at, and so she can't yell at Tommen. She's Tommen just letting really, her. He's incapable of even helping her plot, where it felt like Joffrey at least might have like, inspired he, with her. He did go like that, like as, her, as his wife was being taken yeah. out of the room. Oh, he, he looked confused. Yeah, he, he went, oh, no, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's like, where, you go. where am I going to go to get pussy now? There goes my wife. Now what? Now what? I just discovered it. Now it's gone. What did you guys think of the trial? Did you enjoy the trial? Were you surprised? I mean, I guess it wasn't really surprising that... It was an inquest. An inquest. It wasn't really a trial. The trial is going to happen next. It's yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. Over very quickly. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty obvious as well what was going to happen, I thought. I'm surprised that uh, Marjorie, with all her wits didn't see the trap yeah. that was being laid. Yeah. yeah, she really, that's the stupidest thing Marjorie's done, I think, ever since we met her. She know? always felt like she was more plotting than even, like, uh, Cersei. Like, she had more going on behind her. Yeah. But she was one step ahead, always. So you've got all these important people. You've got Lady um, Elena, you've got Marjorie, you've got the king. Presumably the King's Guard, mm -hmm. and yet these again, these five Sparrow guys, yeah, yeah. It's just managed to just cart them off, and, and they've got sticks. And, and there wasn't just... even a face-off between Dana Rigg and Jonathan Price. Here, here you've got like two amazing actors. Face-off between like just some sort of, like between the two actors, between Lady Olana and High Sparrow. There, there could have been more. Here, here we have like two like kind of you know classic iconic actors. Yeah, she, they don't say anything to each other. No. I don't think they exchange a single line. Uh, and uh, I don't really, I know we get to Winterfell again pretty mm. quickly after that. There's, I don't remember if anything happened in between, leaving the sort of inquest to uh, Winterfell. Were there any other, anything's in between that's, that you guys remember? They didn't really have any other yeah. plots as far as, or if it was, if there was, it wasn't memorable. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen with Arya at this point? Well, they're going to have a challenge to find another full actor to play her with a different face. Okay. She's, I think she's the second smallest cast member behind Tyrion. Okay, really? <laughs> well, I think okay. so. so uh, she'd have to play somebody else young or... And she was checking out the old lady faces, which I guess could work. <laughs> right? That's what she was gravitating <laughs> towards. Well, she did just help uh, you know, assisted suicide to the young girl. She could play her. Right, I that's will, actually true. You know, yeah. going, going back to the beginning, uh, I know we talked about it already, but I love that scene when they're in the corpse washing room and uh, the, the girl starts telling her the long story. She's also from Westeros. She also yeah. has a father. And I'm just like, oh my god, I'm, I'm buying this story. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I realize what was happening. And, and Arya is buying this story. And I'm just like, oh my god, this, these people are so good. And that's mm -hmm. what made me think that it wasn't necessarily a physical transformation. It was just kind of a, you know, you just sell it. You just find out, what, figure out who you mm -hmm. are, and you sell it. And Arya can't sell a lie yet, because Not they can yet. tell 
when she was lying, when she played the game later. But yet somehow she passed the test when she was lying to the little girl. Uh, yeah. She was allowed sure. out of the room, right? Yeah, the then, then she got to see the Hall of Faces she after that. The Hall of Faces. It's a complicated episode, it's big and it's broad, lots of things happen. I mean, every week that's true. Uh, and then of course it ends, I mean, let's get to the ending and just get it done. Uh, it ends in a way that you kind of, I wasn't surprised by what mm. happened. I mean, I knew that it was going to be bad, and of course it's bad. But Sansa has bad luck with Sansa has so right? many, she has so many bad things. That she, worst she's things definitely have happened got a to type. her. Well, uh, Tyrion was <laughs> terrible guys who yeah. she's drawn to. She's not drawn to them, and Tyrion was nice to her. Tyrion was Tyrion nice was to her. Nice yeah, that's true. He's, turn out in retrospect, the nicest guy who she probably meets over yeah. the course of the show. She realizes that now. Yeah, 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 she starts saying nice she things about him. She threw him a little bit late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the, the show ends with a, with a rape. Yeah. Uh, and it's Ramsay Bolton now, uh, who's her new husband, and he makes Reek stay in the room to chaperone? I to don't watch. know. To watch. To punish, yeah. to punish him. It's punishing both him and Sansa. Uh, I don't really remember, and I've watched the first season twice, but that's the only season I've watched twice. I don't really remember their relationship, and I don't know what, I don't remember the what they went through or why. I, I know that she was at Winterfell when uh, Theon was at Winterfell, and they so grew up together. I mean, he's like a big brother to. But I don't yeah. don't remember them having scenes together, or I don't remember. I don't really understand why it's such a. I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, he watched. He would have looked. At, he would have been a babysitter to her in okay. some ways. He would have yeah. been the big brother. Maybe we didn't see that many scenes mm -hmm. of it, but he would have been like an older brother, yeah. taking care of her, teaching her things. Yeah. Uh, so Sansa gets raped. And this has to be the biggest test yet of. Reeks, uh, the you know uh, the Ramsay's control over Theon's mind. Mm -hmm. It's the biggest test. I kind of wanted him to just snap and go and. Well, you feel like he's going to at some point. How much is too much, and how much, how how much farther does he have to go before he can shift gears and make a decision for himself again? But you feel like that's one of the big stories of the season. Is is. Reek is going to become Theon again at some point. Well, he was even is, called Theon during the wedding. And there was yes. this kind of flicker in his eyes when he was addressed, yeah, at, you yeah. know, when, when, when he was allowed to be Theon. Yes, yes. Uh, favorite moments from, last, from the last episode? I guess we've had 48 hours now to think about mm -hmm. it. All the faces. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, well, I mean, the cock merchant. Cock merchant. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that your favorite? Do you think well, he'd use that as a, as a pickup line? Yeah. Um, they've just added this in. It's like, oh, and by the way, the dwarf cock <laughs> has magical properties. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't he be hunted like Rhino? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Hopefully people don't think that that's actually true. I know a lot of people have a little bit of difficulty judging the boundary between myth and reality. Apparently also dwarfs have regular sized cocks. Which I well, that's what he was emphasizing. Yes, he was. Uh, but I, that's enough cock talk for today. But yeah. the, um, uh, this is an interesting episode to talk about the reaction, though. Have you guys seen what some of the reaction has been? No. It's, I just uh, have my reaction. I wanted to hear your two. That's all I care about. Not my own. Well, I mean, it's my own personal. But I mean, the ending was so uncomfortable. People were lashing out online instantly. Um, you know, to the greatest degree I've ever seen people oh, yeah. lashing out. It was, it was interesting seeing uh, amongst Vancouver people last week. 
there was a lot of pride in the fact that uh, a local cinematographer shot the episode. Mm. And people were posting screen grabs, the opening yeah. credits. This week, those very same people were lashing out at the ending, which is an ending you know that is coming. It's an ending no one wants. And it's an ending that, you know, it's not in the books. And Wow, so they added that. They added that. They, like, they, they, they did a variant recently. on the books. Yeah. It's, not, yeah. it's not Sansa who marries him in the books. And you can tell though, right? That whole storyline. Yeah, it feels a you, little... It doesn't feel. It feels out of whack with the rest of. Well, the there's seasons. a lot that feels out of whack this season, just because yes. it's, it's deviated from the books. And I don't know if that's just because we're seeing the writers take control for the first time. The writers of the series take control, but the the reaction. I mean, it's it was a horrible, horrific scene that I don't think anyone wanted to see. And thank goodness they 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 showed it through Theon's eyes, which. Not to condone it, but it was just, oh, it the, was, camera just the camera, I mean, it was a horrible, horrible scene. Yeah. But this show has now done this three times, and it's, 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 a, it's just kind of odd that they're choosing to attack their female characters this way. Especially uh, after building them up. Especially with Sansa, who's gone from suffering to becoming a powerful yeah. force, who dyed her hair black, and then she gets her hair black, you know, the blackness in her washed hair is washed away by, yeah. And, and now she's attacked again. It just felt like this was like them beating up on Sansa. And it was very, I think that made it, I mean, you can't make it worse, but it made it worse. It's a horrible thing that happened to her. I don't know, it just, it's like a show that, that uh, is a raw experience. It's, a, it's clearly like, not quite prehistoric, but it's pretty, it's much closer uh, time-wise to a more animalistic uh, uh, kind of impulsive age. And so, I mean, I guess I, I don't know, I wasn't really, like nothing didn't seem shocking or surprising. I feel like so many women have been raped and stabbed and, on the show and, and so many men have too. And I well, mean this bad season- Bad things have happened to men, for sure. This, is the, this season has, seems like it's really been about uh, women really feeling their power for the first time. And you see Cer Cersei is the only one in charge at King's Landing. I mean, she's the only adult who's making decisions there. You, you uh, also have Daenerys who, is ha having a challenging time, but she's a really powerful lady. And now you get this new group, and I have to say, I'll just say this, and I, we gotta wrap up pretty quickly. I'm a little disappointed by the Sand Snakes, honestly. I'm, uh, I know they may, have, may or may not have poisoned Bronn, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, if, he's, if he goes, he, like, I'm not gonna feel sad. He was a fun character for a while, but I'm not gonna, you know, it's not like Rob Stark, like, oh my God, how could they do this? Mm -hmm. um, but the Sand Snakes, they're like women who are acting like men. And I just think, if you want to sh do something really shocking, show me a female character who is terrifying in a, in a way that I've never seen before. I don't want to see just women put on a mask that makes them have a mean face the way that men have mean faces when they fight each other. I want them to do their own thing, and I don't know what that is. But the show has been good at striking out into uncharted waters where they, they sort of, they're like, well, these aren't, they're not men, and so they're gonna be terrifying in a different way, but these are a group of women who are just terrifying the same way that men are. And that- Marjorie has never been afraid to be very feminine and very tough. Well, I mean, yeah, for sure, but I, I just, I don't know how they, they are violent together in a way that's unique right. to their gender, but, I don't know that like the sand snakes. I just feel like I just I'm feel like so we don't know them well enough. Yeah. I want like I know they're fan favorites in the books, and it felt yeah. like there's a lot of buildup. And I understand in the books there's far more of them, 
And yes. they're, they're this great little, you know, military wing akin to the, the faith militant, probably. Yes. But here we meet three, mm -hmm. and they have, like, one meeting and a fight, and we're expected to relate to who they are. Yes. I'm a little disappointed in the season so far. That's me. I do that every week on the show. Mm -hmm. I feel like last night, though, there was a little bit more of a pulse. Uh, it felt more alive than the previous f five episodes. Uh, I feel excited, like we're getting somewhere, finally. Uh, but I feel like it's maybe one or two episodes too late. I wish that we'd had this episode a little sooner. I wish we'd gotten to it a little more quickly. Uh, but I don't know. That's just me. Well, how do you guys feel? Are you guys satisfied so far? I mean, I know you're a fan and you're a fan. Are you guys, are you guys so far feel like season five has been doing what you wanted it to do? For the most part, yeah. yeah. I was... I, I wasn't. I, I didn't really like the direction the the Bolton story went with Sansa yesterday, um, yeah. but uh, I'm looking forward to. I, I really like the way that Jon Snow's been developing mm -hmm. as the Lord of the Night's Watch. Mm -hmm. um, exciting right. for the hard home part of the story, which is coming. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'm I'm looking for the for the big. For the big payoff that, mm -hmm. that is coming, just based on the ebb and flow of previous seasons, I think there's probably something spectacular on the way. This is a little bit of the, uh, you know, the Walking Dead farm right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? It does feel like it's. It has to be building up to something bigger. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, and maybe we felt disappointment in this way with previous seasons. Yes. This feels like the quietest season so far yes. of all the seasons of the show. And it's coasting a bit in reputation. Yes. But reputation also yeah. says that something's gonna happen. If something doesn't happen, okay, this will be a disappointing season. But I trust enough in mm. the team that they can surprise us with something and they have to. And if anything, this last episode probably set us up for what these surprises will be. Whether it's Theon snapping, whether it's Arya discovering a power, something is going to happen. I don't even know what would surprise me anymore on the show. I don't know. The surprise know. is going to be something that we can't even see coming. It always is. It always is. I mean, it's going to be... You know it. I mean, the horrible thing is that it's going to be Theon attacks, you know... Ramsay. Ramsay, mm, Bolton, and, and, and he though. does something, Bolton gets the upper hand. We don't want that. It's going to be, you know, if Bolton survives this season, that's a surprise. You remember the the, the guy uh, with the burned face who Arya is with a long, for a long time? I don't the know. Hound. The Hound. The Hound, yeah. I feel like he's still alive. He like, might be, yeah. And if he comes back, like, that would be, that would be well, surprising. Well, the Mountain's still alive. They've, been, they've hinted at that enough. Yeah, he was under the sheet in the, yeah. the Supermeister's uh, office. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the Supermeisters can do anything. Listen, yeah. that's it for uh, episode five, episode six. six of season five. I'll get these numbers straight someday. Ben Hanke, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having get me. Get back to work at Microsoft. Okay. Make something very cool today. And Jason, you just go in the other yeah. room. Just get out of here. Well, thanks thank for you coffee, both guys. for being here. And, and uh, you know, actually, no, Vic will be here next week. You can come back next week if you want to. Do you want to talk to Vic about this? He can't remember any of the names of anybody. <laughs> so that would be good. And Marissa okay. won't be here. Next and Marissa week. won't be here, so we'll have we'll need, we'll have mm -hmm. definitely have room. Maybe we'll do four, a four-person one. Anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the rest of your coffee, and we'll see you next week. Vic's basement would like to thank its sponsors: EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and GameLock.
makers of Dragon Mania Legends, which you can play for free right now.